0: dot com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. This week, we're talking about travel tips and how to use time well On the road. Today's tip is to build little adventures into your business trips in order to make them more fun and memorable. I travel a fair amount to give speeches, and in general, I like to fly in and out. It turns out that if I'm giving a midday speech, I can fly to most of the eastern half of the US in the morning from Philadelphia and fly out in the evening. My one day trips have taken me everywhere from Orlando to St. Louis. Of course, this doesn't always work. A morning speech has me flying in the day before, and if the last direct flight goes in early afternoon, there will be extra time. Or else I'm giving two speeches on two days in one location, which is efficient from a travel perspective, but this means there will be downtime. Since I have trouble sleeping on red eyes, I tend not to take them unless I have to. That means any trips to the West Coast will most likely involve two nights. In any case, I often find myself with some extra time. While your life might not look exactly like mine, I'm guessing your business travel features at least some of this open space, too. Your last meeting ends at 4 p.m. and your dinner is at 7 p.m. Or else your first meeting is at 10.30 a.m., but you've flown from the East Coast to the West Coast and you're up at the crack of dawn anyway. Or you're visiting two clients in London, again, gold star for the travel efficiency, but it's lunch with one and dinner with the other. It's definitely smart to use some of this time to catch up on work. Putting in long hours on the road means you can put in shorter hours when you're home. If you've got kids and your partner has been covering for you while you travel, this is particularly important for household peace. But I think you can also make business travel far more enjoyable by seeking out little adventures for some of these gaps of time. One of my favorite options is to go to a museum. Many are located in the same downtown business districts where you're likely meeting or staying. I once spent a lovely snowy afternoon visiting the Art Institute of Chicago's Thorn Miniature Rooms when my nearby hotel room wasn't ready yet. After an afternoon speech in Seattle, but before a dinner, I stopped by the Chihuly Garden and Glass Museum near the Space Needle. The blown glass creations were truly breathtaking. Indeed, I got some great photos of the Space Needle, through a clear ceiling bedecked with his work. The Museum of Modern Art in New York is closed for renovations now, but it's been a favorite stop between Midtown meetings, as is the National Gallery in London, for anything taking you near Trafalgar Square. While it can be nice to spend hours in a museum, you can see a lot in 45 minutes, if that's what you've got. It's definitely more mind-opening to look at great art for 45 minutes than to delete emails for 45 minutes. You can delete emails anywhere. You can't really look at Vincent van Gogh's sunflowers anytime you'd like. Doing something active is also a great option for adventure. One of my favorite runs ever involved waking up early in Vancouver and running along the waterfront to Stanley Park before I went to keynote a conference. The Embarcadero in San Francisco is similarly wonderful. Or running around Battery Park in New York City. Or through Central Park. Early morning runs are often easier to fit in than museum visits because museums tend to be open during the business hours that you might be, well, doing business. But you can run early or in that space between the last meeting and dinner or drinks. You can also be a culinary tourist. I have to confess that I had no idea there was any sort of stigma out there about eating alone. If I'm in a new city and I don't have dinner plans with friends or clients, I love to search for the best restaurants and make a reservation for one. I've had amazing Peruvian seafood in San Francisco and a stunning farm-to-table meal in Napa Valley, where I made sure to visit a wine-tasting room, too. In most cases, the restaurants have been very pleasant to me, and it hasn't seemed like a big deal to be dining solo. I think that life is too short to settle for lukewarm room service, or at least not lukewarm room service every night. Maybe one night you put on your pajamas, order in, and watch a movie. But any other night, go explore that hole in the wall Chinese place around the corner that somehow has the best ratings in town. You'll find out why. And I bet you'll be a very happy camper. Do you plan little adventures into your business travel? If so, I'd love to hear about them. Let me know your favorite destination or places I should check out at Before Breakfast Podcast